So vanochtend, um, ons is hier om spelletjes te speel nie. Uh, we are not here to, 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 to merely get time past, amen? Ons is hier so om, om veranderd te word en om kracht te ontvang. Um, uh, uh, to Jesus beloof het, laat hulle sal voor hem toe gaan. When God, when, when Jesus, just before he went, the disciples were in distress as Jesus went. Why were they in distress? Because they could see, here is the answer to every promise of God. They could see, here's power in the room. They could see it. Being around Jesus was being around Him who sustains everything. And so there was, there was a good reason for them to be sorry when Jesus was leaving. Uh, it, it was, here's the Savior, and He's leaving, and we're still under the Romans, and we're still seemingly not better. So they, it was needed for Jesus to encourage them. And He said, listen here, I will not leave you orphans. Go and wait. You will receive power. And that is the point of this morning. You will receive power when the Spirit comes upon you. And every one of us, we need power. We need power for today. We need power for tomorrow. We need power to witness. We need power to play the part that God has for us. And God wants to empower us this morning. Amen? He wants to encourage us. He wants to, in, he wants to, he wants to really um, um, restore wherever there has been something falling. And can I just say, this morning is for you. It's for me, but it's for you. It's for us. It's for every one of us who needs power and who doesn't need it. I mean, like, come on, let's be real. We are intimidated by life. And today, God wants to meet us in whatever. And He usually meets us with speaking a word of life. Like with Gideon. Go in this your might. I'm with you, Gideon. All right. So, um, I want to speak to us this morning about an individual called Barnabas. And the reason why I want to speak about Barnabas is because Ruan said, look at examples of people who played their role in their generation. All right? Look at examples. So, the past few weeks, we were looking at how does a body, body the body of Christ, function? How do the gifts work? And, and so we were talking like, yeah, if it can be the gift of encouragement or prophecy or administration or the various gifts that God would be giving to build up the body. And, and, and sort of sometimes it's a bit theoretical, you know, in the cloud somewhere. Okay, but, but it always helps to say, okay, but how does it look like if a specific gift plays out in a context? How does it look like when you live the gift that God has made you to be? And just on that God has given all of us some gift. Amen? Are you aware of that? You actually are a gift to the body of Christ. Maybe not quite ready to be received, maybe a little bit rough on the edges, but you as an individual are a gift to us. And the rest of the people around us are gifts to us. None of us have got the complete package. None of us can function as an autonomous unit in the body of Christ because it's not the design, not because we are weak or ineffective or unfaithful or what. It's design. When we take the car apart and there are all these spare parts, it's not wrong for a spare part not to be a car. It's the design to be part. And so each of us can merely function what we were designed to do in the context of the body. Amen. Okay, so this morning, we want to see the part that Barnabas played 
And I want to preach for a verdict. I want us to arrive at a conclusion. When we arrive at the conclusion, this is the point that we need to get to. I'm giving you the answer before I start. We need to get to a place where we say, God, I also want to be like Barnabas. And that's where, where I want us to arrive. We're going to listen to the life, to, to, to Barnabas, uh, an individual that is maybe not such a high profile, or maybe he was a very high profile, but we're not always aware of that. And we want to get to a place that at the end of, of, of these 20, 25 minutes, maybe 30, we go and say, God, I want to be like Barnabas. All right? Are you with me? Good. So let's give it a, a, a good shot. Um, so who can tell me anything about a New Testament character called Barnabas? The floor is open. What do you remember? So if you think Barnabas, it's like, uh, um, right. So encourager. Good. He served with Paul. So a companion, a friend of Paul. Yes, Robert, I know your answer. He's a teacher picking on kids, so I must, I must put him up. <laughs> right, come on, Barnabas, Barnabas, searching, searching. File not found. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rulof, what say you from Barnabas? He was disputing with Paul. So he actually at times wasn't agreeing with Paul and he was willing to stand up what he was. He said, Paul, I don't agree with you. Okay, um, so he must have been quite a feisty, feisty character called Zeus. Yeah, right. So some people that didn't know him said, yeah, he looks like Zeus, a Greek god. All right. Levite from Cyprus. Okay, that's good. So he, he was like... He was like, uh, um, from, from, from a, uh, he was a Jew, but he was not born in Israel. He was born in a different place. So we know he's a Jew. He's a Levite. Okay, Isaac, what did you from Barnabas? He, he, he had like, hey, this is, this is right. Guys, we have to fight for this thing. And he held the line, isn't it? He held it well. Okay, and when he heard, and we'll get to it, the sense, but... But when he, when, he, when he was in disagreement, he said, guys, this is not right. I'm going to debate with you on certain issues. Yeah, totally. What can you learn now? Ish. He had mistakes. Oh, no. You flaw in my whole preach. I thought it was a perfect man. He had flaws, and he went astray with Peter. Paul, at some stage, had to say, Barnabas, come on. You know, we've got to hold this specific line. Yeah, it's, it's true. I actually didn't want to bring it into the preacher. <laughs> no, no, no. But come on. That's a, that's a gracious way of bringing it in. Anyone else? No, it's from Barnabas. Mart, what are you from Barnabas? Oh, my hat. Okay. Serbia? No, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Jaco, is there something you can do from Barnabas? Next year. Right, go here to go. Alright, so um, um say with me, walk through the Bible. Yeah, that's what it's gonna do. We're gonna walk through the Bible and we are going to uh, to go on this journey just to have a quick look 
at Barnabas. So I've got a number of scriptures, most of them, no, all of them in the New Testament, most of them in the book of Acts. And I'm going to picture together what the Bible says about Barnabas. And out of that, we are going to draw some encouragement. So um, uh, Ilana mentioned that, 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 that Barnabas was, was, uh, uh, was an encourager. As a matter of fact, he was such an encourager that the apostles started calling him son of encouragement. Barnabas wasn't his name. Did you know that? His mom gave him a different name. What, was his, what, what did his mom call him? Joseph. This, it's actually his name was Joseph. But Joseph was functioning so optimal in the gift and that which God had called him that it later drowned it completely. All right? Initially, they say Joseph, who was called Barnabas, and then later the Joseph just disappeared completely, and they just say, man, bring Barnabas. <laughs> that's, that's him. Okay. So let's start off with where his mom called him Joseph. Acts 4.36. Thus Joseph, who was also called by the apostles Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. Okay. A native of Cyprus sold a field. Sold a field? Searching, searching, found that found. Okay. Um, turn with me to Acts 4, 36 and 37. Kijk of jylle daar kan wees voor Solies daar is. Sorry Solies. <laughs> Alright. Acts 4, 36. Thus Joseph, who was called Barnabas with all the rest that I read, verse 37, sold a field, thank you Solies, on the screen, that belonged to him, and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. So the first place where we start hearing of Barnabas is here where he is willing to sacrifice for the work that is going on. All right? He, 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 he has got some resources. He owns some lands. And he says, listen here, I so believe in the work of God in our midst. I'm going to sell this field of mine, give it into the work. Guys, use it in whichever way. Um, you would like. Now, if you if you if you look the word Barnabas, if you look at, at a uh, well, it's, if you look in the lexicon, it would actually go back to the Hebrew. But the Greek lexicon, the Thayer would call him son of rest, Barnabas, ne? But again, son of rest. Um, Strong's would call it son of prophecy. So it is inter interesting, ne? Let us say son of encouragement, because here it is. But if we drill down, so the bar of Barnabas would mean son of, and then the naba, the, the root word there is to be inspired. So it is, um, if you would directly translate son of naba, it would be the son of those who are inspired by the Spirit, who speak under inspiration, who would live by inspiration. It's the son of the inspired ones. All right? And inspired by what? By the Spirit of God. So it's not just I'm inspired by my sports team. I'm inspired by this community project. I'm inspired by the Spirit of God. And in this context, Acts 4, he was inspired to give his field and sacrificially lay down a lot of money um, for the work of God. So the thing which is, which is interesting is this sometimes we get our names by what our parents dream of us, you know? So, um, 
The child would be born. The mom and dad would look at the child and prophetically maybe try and discern what this child's life would be like. He would be like a Joseph. He would be like a Gideon. He would be like a... But I mean, there's no track record. It's a... There's a pub barbecue. So the Jews, by day eight, they had to give a name. There's no chance that... So all of it is like, God, what are you saying over this child? Or maybe just what name I like or whatever. And that's usually how you get your name. And then maybe you live up to it. And your dad calls you Cheslin Colby. And eventually you play rugby. Or he calls you Messi, but you can't kick a ball, you know? It's, it's like... Maybe or maybe not, you live up to, you know, Samson, but, but it's this, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't look like, like he's going to change the world with his strength. But not so with Barnabas. How did he get his name? Barnabas got his name, Barnabas, from a life lived, a track record. And isn't that one of the most difficult things of life? is to get a name by tra- a good name by a track record. Can I, can I just say, I mean, like, if people would call you by your track record, what would they call you and me? What would we be called? Would it be the same name that you've got? Because, I mean, most of us know what our prophetic name is. It means, like, I'm mighty warrior for the Lord, or I'm this faithful guy. or I'm this. But would you have that name if we didn't give you a name when you were born? We waited for 30 years and then said... This is who you are. We can see it. This is your, by 50, this is, this, is, this is your track record. This is your name. This is how Barnabas got his name. Okay? And let's see how this plays out and, 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 and the repercussions that it has. So one of the things that we need to dream um, is, that, is that there will be a, a, a graceful, powerful name obtained in the spiritual realm through our lives. All right? That, that if Father comes one day and he says, listen here, I won't call you Rulof anymore. I call you whatever he wants to call you. There's this witness throughout the, 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 the whole stadium. Everybody that knew him says, yes, that's who he is. All right? That's, that's how good and faithful servant, in other words, sounds. Okay? It's like, this is who you are in the spiritual realm for all eternity. This is who you're going to be called, all right? This is where we want to end. And, 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 to, and to actually get to a place where we are a son of the inspired ones. You know that God is calling all of us to promote the kingdom of God, right? Are we at the same page, right? This kingdom of God, God has invested into our hands and say, you run with it. I'll give you my inspiration by the Spirit. You, the common ones. And if I say you, I mean... Us, the common ones. All right? Uh, it's like the the gewone ones. The wat We're not born with a halo. You were born with cripple. But we are somehow entrusted by, this, uh, uh, by God, with the Spirit of God, to be inspired and eventually obtain, an, obtain a name that maybe will say, you lived an inspired life. I want to call you Barnabas. Or maybe it will be your second or third name. You know? Daniel Jacobus Barnabas. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> let's, 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 let's bring them in, you know. Somebody that um, really inspires me like that was Daniel. 
Um, you know that, that Daniel, um, along with his friends, got different names. They, 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 uh, so, so the biblical figure, Daniel, he, he was given a different name by the king under which he served. And what's interesting, the names which they gave his three friends all stuck, but his name never did. 30 years, 40 years, 60 years down the line, God is my judge, sticks. The rest fell away. Like eventually, they, initially they, w- they would say, Daniel, who was all, also called Belteshazzar. And then they would, Daniel, who was also called, and then after a while, it just, Daniel was called Daniel. <laughs> it's like, there's a man in your kingdom whose name is Daniel. Can we be those? This is what Barnabas was. This is where we're aiming at. How am I doing for time? How iemand? Nee, 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 ek weet, sorry, sorry, ek bedoel, hoe lang, hoe lang is ek bezig om te preach? A burn the dead, can you say? I'm doing well. Good, I'll take that as a yes. All right, let us look. Whoops, now the giri op geneek. Lord, have mercy. Ja, 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 ja. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I got to hear that I was preaching, um, well, I was confirmed last night, and then I started looking from where was that iPad that I lost, and I couldn't find my iPad, so I'm here like, Trying to do the impossible on the laptop. Now, what's interesting is um, Barnabas, um, his giving, his life was the backdrop. This is the background, Just after Barnabas lived the life that was exemplary, where he was sacrificing, Ananias and Sapphira stepped up. And they also gave, they gave a lot of money. But they said they were giving as good as Barnabas. They gave everything. But it wasn't the truth. They just gave a part. And they sort of were grabbing of the Barnabas glory. But they were not living the life. And the Lord said, I'm not, I'm not receiving that, you know. And, and they died in the church. But, but the backdrop was Barnabas' devotion. Um, and then, obviously, the rest followed. But in any case, so Barnabas is here on the one hand doing well. Paul is on the other hand doing the opposite. Paul is killing Christians. He's murdering them. He's pursuing them. He's martyring them. And he's trying to get them to curse God. That's where, and to curse Jesus specifically. That's where Paul is. All right? But as Paul is going his way, Barnabas is going his, God intervenes. He saves Paul. Paul is saved in Damascus, needs to flee for his life, gets to Jerusalem. And guess what? The disciples don't trust Paul. Okay? This is a genuine conversion, okay? Genuine, Jesus appears, Jesus converts. There is fruit to, to, there's evidence in Paul's life that he had a real encounter with Jesus. But when that Paul gets to Jerusalem, the track record of damage is so bad that no one says, okay, he turned, praise the Lord. Everybody says, someone noch eerst moet sien. What were they doing? What were the disciples in Jerusalem doing? They were looking in the natural. That is a bad indictment on them. Dit is slechte nies. Niemand kon sien wat die werk van Jesus Christus was in die individie nie. Hulle kon nie sien. Hy was nie meer die selle mens nie. En ek bedoel, hy was nie speelspeel nie. This was not a, there was not a game. Paul had one of the most radical conversions that, that we know of. 
But the disciples were not able to discern the work of the Spirit until one man stood up. Whose name was Barnabas. And he was able to discern. He was inspired unto discernment. And he said, guys, I'm going to risk my life as it were. But I believe that in the Spirit, this is the real deal. He took Paul to him and said, Paul, come with me. I'm going to bring you to the disciples. And I'm going to introduce you and say, meet a different man. All right? So he was able to discern spiritually when it was dangerous, when there was much at stake, and when others, real disciples, couldn't see God yet. Barnabas was able to see evidence of grace. And he was able to see it, to call it, and be courageous. This is Barnabas, right? He was able to look at a murderer and say, he has changed. Right. Now, um, we, we, we find this. Um, oh, no. I'm not going to read it for the sake of time. I'm just dropping that. But we find that in Acts 9, um, verse 26 and 27. That's where we found that. And then I'm jumping to Acts 11. Sorry, but for the sake of time, I'm just jumping through. Acts 11, um, the people are fleeing because of the persecution. Some of them reach the Greeks at Antioch. They bring the word. A church is started, but, but in principle, you shouldn't be preaching to Greeks, you know? In principle, the church doesn't know, is this only for Jews or is this for Greeks as well? But here, they are seemingly receiving the word and getting conversions. And what does this mean? So the guys in Jerusalem hear about a revival in a foreign city, and they need to pick someone to go and see if this is the real deal. Who do they pick? I mean, this is a no-brainer. It's Barnabas, obviously. <laughs> it's somebody who's got a track record of able to see, is this the real deal? Is this God? So they send one man. They say, okay, let's send Barnabas. He'll be able to say if this is God or not. He was able to get it right with Paul. He might be able to get it right with the Gentiles too. So, verse 22, the report of this church plant reached the church in Jerusalem. They sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he came and saw the grace of God, he was glad. And he exhorted them all to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit. Come on, that's his whole name out there, huh? A good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And great many people were added to the Lord. So Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. Right? He, he's traveling quite a distance to a different. And he looked and he found and he brought him to Antioch. And for a whole year they were meeting with the church and taught many people. So let's, let's just see what this means. I hope you're taking notes because I, I need to go through this fairly, in a point-wise point fashion fairly quickly. Barnabas was trusted, okay? When there was an important issue, they knew who they could trust by track record. And, and, and the question, obviously, are we trustworthy? If, if, if somebody would pick someone, would they pick you and me? They say, hey, this is a trust. Who can we send? Let's pick any. Or any, or any, or any. <laughs> or who would we pick, you know? Um, he, was, he was willing 
He was discerning like always. Hy kon onderscheiding tref tussen geeste, ne? And he was joyful. Do you know that if you don't find the joy of the Lord, it's very difficult to be a son of encouragement. Have you ever tried to encourage someone if you are not joyful? You know what? You know, the, the future of our country and ESCOM and these, these government officials. And Have you tried to encourage somebody like that? Chances are they will not leave encouraged. Okay, you have to find the joy of the Lord. Now, now Barnabas obviously did it. He was an encourager and he was a good man. He was full of the spirit. How else could he be a good man? By the way, none of us can generate the goodness or the inspiration. We draw it, right? We draw it from a good spirit. We find it in the Lord. We find grace. We don't get issued like when you get born. You, you get born with a tank that gets empty and you need to fill it. At the one gas station, which is called the throne of grace, that's where you obtain mercy. That's where you find grace. And he knew how to find it. He was full of faith, which is a logic outflow of full of the Spirit. And he was able to see the gift or the kind of person. He was able to look at somebody and say, I see the work of God in you. I can see the work of God in this congregation. I can see it. The question is, can we see it? God wants to show us what he is doing in the lives of people. And when we get together, it's training time. It's like, what good can I see in Kim? Is Sean, is there a work of God in him? Can I call it right? Not, not saying something just for, do I know what Stella is going through? And what, do, can I see on Chris? What is, can we, can we do it? The Spirit wants to help us to do it. And that is called a gift of encouragement, if we can call it. So I could see the work of God in you. And this is what I'm seeing. All right? Barnabas could do it. And so can we. You know that all of these things are for people just like us. You know, Elijah was a man just like us. These are for people just like us. So Barnabas could see what the Lord was doing. But what Barnabas could also see was, I see the work of God here in your midst, and I see what is needed. You need a Paul. I, 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 I used to know a guy, and he will be a great gift to you. Just wait here. I'm going to look for him. And I can SMS of WhatsApp. He goes and looks for him. And you know, without the telephone system, how do you look for Paul? <laughs> on an island called, I think Tarsus was an island. So you go on this island, you say, I'm looking for. Have you seen him? Uh, have you seen him? Have you seen um, he, he used to stay in. And then you go and you go, look, it must have been quite an effort to find. Well, I think so. And then to come and convince him, listen here, you are needed. I know this. Come with me. And he brings. And this is the way the church is built. New Testament church building works this way. God looks at us. He sees what individual is needed in our midst. And then he brings the person. And we do the same. You speak to someone and say, hey, I've never, I've never. you know what? I, I think this person will be a blessing to you. Can I introduce you? Or won't you come and visit this group? Won't you watch out for such and such a person? Won't you join here? Why? Because we are gifts to one another for the sake of the name of Jesus. 
And we need to be with one another. So Paul came to be with the church of Antioch. Barnabas came to teach with Paul in the church, to be with. So later when Paul needs to write, he doesn't write, you remember my teachings. He says, yes, you remember my teachings and my way of life, my track record, this which Barnabas exemplified. You know it from me too, because this is the way the kingdom grows. Not what are we talking merely, but what are we walking? Can we process life together? It's needed. And if we want to be the genuine thing, and by the way, the vision of Josh Jen is authentic Christianity. Can we be the real deal? And it's not an out there impossibility. It's possible. But every one of us has to give themselves individually to this. Be accountable. Amen? Are we in on this? God has got this for us. Ek wil iemand my sê, is ek 25 minuutes laan. Okay? Burns, waar is my, waar is ek op my recording? Is ek al daar? Kan nie sien nie. I'm about 30 minutes now. Oh my aarde. Okay. <laughs> I'll send you the notes if you request it. I'll send it via WhatsApp. I just want to run through a few characteristics. All of these are scripturally based. I don't have time to go through them. Barnabas was trustworthy with money. Not only with his own, but later when the, when the elders had to send big amounts of money, Barnabas was the one of them that he said, take it with Barnabas. Why? Faithful with his own, he would be faithful with others. He was faithful with messages. When they had to send life-changing and doctrine-changing messages, Barnabas was one of the guys that was entrusted. Um, it's interesting um, uh, uh, that Barnabas, at some stage, he fought for an individual called John Mark. So when, when, when Paul and Barnabas are in their first church, at some stage the Holy Spirit singles them out and say, I want um, Paul and Barnabas, they need to be going on the mission that I have for them. They are called by name, all right? It says, I want these two for the mission. Set them apart. You can't have them in Antioch anymore. So they get set apart. But what does Barnabas do? He says, Paul, I'm going to call someone with us. God didn't mention him, but I'm going to mention him. I'm going to make him significant. And he calls somebody called John Mark. John Mark perseveres a little bit, and then he says, listen here, this is too much for me. Even in the presence of Paul, the apostle evangelist, even in the presence of the greatest encourager, this is just too much for me. I can't do this anymore. And he, and he goes back to his mother, all right? John Mark deserts them. Paul is not chuffed about that because this is a war. He can't be playing games in a war. But when there is another mission, a little bit later, what does Barnabas say? Listen here, let's take with us John Mark. And Paul says, I'm not taking him again. He messed, out, he, he, he messed around the first time. So um, Barnabas is so convinced, like, I believe this is the Lord. We have to take him with us. And Paul says, I'm not taking him. I've got a war to fight. I've got people to reach. You take him if you want to. And Paul and Barnabas split. You know, it looks like church split. But it's very nice eventually to see that Paul writes about that man, Mark. And he says, bring him to me. He's very useful for my ministry. 
and what is more, um, it is written in, 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 um, in, um, in Colossians 4.10, um, um, uh, uh, so Paul is writing the letter and he says, um, Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, greets you, and Mark, the cousin of Barnabas. Mark, the cousin of Barnabas. So it seems like, I think it's the same person, John Mark was a family member. Barnabas was able to transition family members. That's a big deal. Listen here. For anyone who has tried to reach out to family, that's sometimes the most difficult person to bring through if you are to do it. And he stuck with it. The failings of family members. He was able to transition them, not only to a place of courage, but to a place of being willing to be a prisoner a fellow laborer with Paul. That takes some... Paul was dangerous company, can I just say. Diamond at Flakgevat. He was the one, when, when he was on a ship, you don't quite know whether this ship would, would, would reach the end, you know. If, 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 if there was somebody who attracted the attention of the devil, you know, it seemed like Paul was hit man. And if you want to do well, <laughs> it's dangerous to be with Paul. But Barnabas stuck it out with Paul. Even when he was stoned, Barnabas was a man of faith. When, 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 when Paul was left for dead, who was the guy praying with him? Barnabas. Who was the one who continued with him? Barnabas. Um, Barnabas was bold. He was persecuted. He was passionate. He was praying. He was persevering courageously. As mentioned, he stood up for truth and justice when there was doctrinal challenges, and he was repeatedly trusted. I think I'm going to land it there. Uh, just, just one more thing. In Corinthians, um, Paul writes about Barnabas in his context. He said, listen here, Corinthians. You know that we who, who ministered could actually receive money from you, um, Barnabas and myself. It's right in the gospel if I minister that it's biblical, it is the Lord's way. But you know what? We refrained, we chose not to. Barnabas, who gave up his field for the work of the Lord. I mean, like he gave away his resources. Here Paul writes about him and says, Is it only Barnabas and me that need to work hard for the gospel? They were working with their hands to sustain themselves in the work of the ministry. Barnabas was a hard worker, even when he was like, I mean, like he had to sow. I, I mean, he had to, to reap. He, ha he had a track record of sowing. He was a hard worker. He was a lekker ou. Barnabas is a lekker ou. And, and um, that's obviously where we want to end up. Ons wil lekker ouwens wees, en vrouwens. Right. So I'm just going to sort of pause there in midair and let us sort of have this thing mull in our midst. That man, Barnabas, that inspired man, that man that was able to receive on a continual basis, receive the Spirit, call the Spirit, speak the Spirit, bring people through into the Spirit, persevere and persevere and stay and work and just continue to be a man of encouragement. That man, Barnabas, he received it from the same God 
from where we can receive it. It's the same spirit. Barnabas is an expression of the spirit of the living God, the goodness that is in Christ. He wasn't born with it. He received it. And all of us can receive it just like that. And this morning, I want to call two, two responses. You know, none of us can listen to the Lord and not respond. We shouldn't be. We shouldn't be, be hearing. And so the first thing is, Barnabas was a saved man. And maybe you've never responded to the Lord. He said, here I am, God. All my life, it's yours. And if that's you, I want to say you can't be a Barnabas without surrender. You can't receive the Spirit of God and be inspired by the Spirit if you don't surrender to Christ. And if there's anyone um, that has not given themselves completely or who actually want to get back to a place of like total surrender, I want to say this is the moment. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm hearing you and I want to be like Barnabas and here's my life. Take all of me. If there's somebody like that, I want you just to give me an indication. Is it, you, you just raise your hand and say, Cassie, pray, pray with me. All right? Is there anyone like that who feels like, I haven't, but I want to? I haven't, I haven't responded. I haven't surrendered. All right. Then I suppose um, we go to the second part, which is the following. If you have heard something about the life of Barnabas, you say, God, I want that. I want you to, to somehow respond to the Lord. Somehow give an indication to the Spirit of God that says, God, yes, this is me. I want to mean business with you. And if that's you, you open your hands. If you want to receive something, you go on your knees. You fall on your face. You get up. Maybe you raise your hands to heaven or so. But respond to the Lord in some way and say, God, this is me. Fill me and inspire me. I want to be like a Barnabas. If that's you, I want to pray with you. Uh, I'm not going to look around. God is looking at the way that you respond. Let's mean business with Him. And so, Lord, you see every response. You see every way in which we are coming before you. I want to say, God, we want our lives to count like Barnabas is dead. We want the inheritance of bringing the poles through. We want, to, we, want to, we want to give everything we have. Knowing that it is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. Lord, I pray. We pray. We're crying out to you, God. Help us to be the sons of encouragement. The inspired ones. That will bring much glory to your name. Lord, we want to discern what you are doing in the lives of individuals, in the lives of your church. And we want to be able to speak it. Lord, we are just a bunch of ordinary people. We know that. And we confess it. Lord, but we are not intimidated by our shortcomings. We are inspired by our God who is able to take ordinary fishermen and make them men and women that turn the cities upside down. God, here we are. We pray that you would come upon us in a mighty, mighty way. None of us want to stay the same than when we entered here. None of us want to be intimidated by some devil that says we will never get in here. Lord, we believe, God. We believe, Lord, that our God is able to save us. 
Our God is able to lift us. Our God is able to inspire us. He has done it in the past through countless number of souls and He is able to do it in 2023 once again. And so we pray, here we are God, fill us for the sake of Your name and for Your glory. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens and may Your glory through our lives fill this earth. We trust You, Jesus. Friends, I want to say that, that the Lord sees every hand, every heart, every action. But sometimes you need someone just to, to pray with you that extra step or just be accountable or so. Grab someone. Why, why don't you, if, the, if that's you and you feel like there's just this, I just need this, this helping hand. Grab somebody next to you and say, won't you stand with me? Won't you pray with me? Sonica is playing a little bit. I just want us for a, for a minute maybe or so. Just stay in an atmosphere of worship. If you just want to speak by yourself to the Lord, just, just sit there and, and just discuss it with Him, whatever you've discussed. And if you need someone, then just maybe raise your hand or reach out to somebody. I'll be looking around and see if there's somebody that needs prayer. But we want to advance what God is doing in our midst. Amen? So just stay in this atmosphere. Sean will maybe wrap it up in a minute or so. And, 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 and let's just press in. Press in for the grace. Once delivered. Oh God. Oh God. Ordinary lives for an extraordinary God. Trust you, Jesus. While Classy was uh, speaking this morning, I, I, I've honestly felt God uh, speaking to, to me about if, when, when Cassie asked, what is your, your name? And, so, and, I, and when, I, when I just waited on God to hear what he was saying, what was more clear to me was the, um, was the names that... Uh, you know, of my shortcomings or the names where I feel like I'm, I'm failing or, or not, um, you know, living up to God, um, to the name that He's given me. And so, obviously, since then, uh, it's become clearer to me what, what God um, is speaking to me, my name. But I, I feel like, I feel like, and, and as we've been going through this, this journey with Barnabas, um, not everyone here is called, is God's name for you is not necessarily Barnabas. And the, the journey that you're walking with God in the context that God has placed you, that He has created for you to be part of a family, um, in a community, in a work environment, God has created you, the individual, to be there. And you have a name that God has given you. And you in this life are walking out and figuring out what that name is. And only God can speak that name to you. But on the other hand, we've got the flesh and this, this, the life on this earth and the, that's trying to dismantle the name of God over your life. Amen? And that, those voices are sometimes speaking much louder than the, the voice of God. And so that's the, in the beginning I was trying to explain, that's the experience that I was having, like figuring out this is, you know, 
This is what the world is saying I am. This is what the world is saying I need to live up to. But God, what, are you, what, are you, what is my name? And, and only God can answer you that question this morning. And as you become more familiar with that, as you gain an assurance of what God is, who God is calling you, you can start to live and hold on to the life that, that God is giving you. So I would, yeah, I'd like to create a moment as well, just in that, like, if you haven't had that sense, if you haven't had that sense of what God is saying yet this morning to you, um, if you haven't processed this morning, if you haven't allowed God to speak to you this morning, um, I, want, I want you to take that moment now. I want you to make room. So, so let's just do that. Uh, let's, just, let's just bow our heads and... And you're going to be juggling a few voices in your head. But God, I pray, Father, as we wait on you this morning, Father, that you would, that, that through the many voices, Lord God, through the, through the busyness of life, through, through the, the wounds of this life, Lord God, and the, the tossing and turning and the waves, God, of this life, Lord, that, that, Father, I pray for a foundation, Lord God, of your name over every single person in this, in this room this morning, Lord God. Um, yesterday I was again watching this the movie when Jesus was with his disciples and when, when he was sitting with his disciples asking them who do you say I am and they described him according to what other people say that he is but then he asked the personal question who do you say I am and, um, and then Peter said you you are the Christ, the son of the living God. I have read this so many times and I have watched the movie over it again. But something stood out for me yesterday is Peter knew Jesus personally. And that he said that, that God had revealed this to him. It's not, from, it's not out of himself. And then he said... I give you a new name. He gave me him a new name, and he said, "On this rock, I will build my church." And for me, that was so special. He gave him a new name, and he built his kingdom to this day. And yeah, just beautiful. Amen, amen. And I want to put it to you that if if there is a a name over your life that you're or an identity that you are, um, that feels stronger over the, the name that God is giving you, um, that the enemy is winning in that area in your life. And that is unacceptable. We don't want to accept that. We want to be transformed into the image of God. 
We don't want to be transformed into the image of this world or the flesh. And so we need to not accept the, the name that the enemy is trying to put over your life. So you need to know and hold on to and be assured of the name that God is giving you and the identity that God is giving you so that you can brush all the others aside and hold on to the, that which remains. Yeah, let's just wait on God a little bit more. Goeiemorgen, kies toch. Ek beleef met die focus area my gees, wat ek oortuig is die heilige gees wil graag en bedien vir oogend. En is baie keer wacht mens vir een litlifterie, wacht vir een barnabasje, wacht vir iemand wat, wat een sekere vaardigheid of een geleendheid in jou leven gaan recognize. En focus area wat ek voel is, amper soos David, in die begin van dienst in die heilige gees, my na Psalm 38 gevat, wat David so bezig is met sy soon, en hy, jyre, nie van my familie, niemand weet wat in my weil nie, maar Jere moet my nie verwerp heen, en ek, en ek probeer hier by mekaar sit, en ek kom achter, is asof, spesifiek in hy fijn aarde, jy wacht, jy wacht vir iemand, maar die woord sê, cursed is he that puts his trust in another man, die verskil was, die Jere het eerst met Paulus gewerk, en Paulus het die woord wat die Jere vir hom gegeet, gegloe, waarna sê die woord gerecognize, en hy fijn lijn, die fijn aarde van minderwaardigheid, gloe ek die Jere, of wacht ek dat iemand 
anders dit in my moet bevestig. Sien jy wat die Heere jou sien? Nou, ek vind nie, in die focus areas is, is jy bereid om in die, of het nou insecurity is, of wat ook al dit is, om te repent weg van die vervloekte identiteit wat jou terughou, en, en dit te vat, en te trait met die Heere, en die woord wat die Heere oor jou lewe het, te geloo, ja, die Heere sal die barnaaps bastier, die Heere sal die mense wat, wat jou gaan affirm stier, maar dit moet nie die primaire ding wees waarvoor jy wacht nie, vat dit wat die Heere in jou gees vir jou openbaar het. Ons kan 10.000 woorde hoor, maar ons is nie die selfde as ons nie die woord hoor. Jy moet iets strijd met die woord. En vat nie dit, as die Heere hierdie week vandag vir jou wees, dit geloof, of daar is die keer met een waardigheid wat dit konfronteer, of jy bereid sal wees om dit te strijd met die Heere. Ek voel net as een focus aardie wat die Heilige Geest wil bedien. Jesus, we pray you break the curse. We pray you break the curse. We're looking towards man. Even right now. Jesus, break the curse. Jesus, break the curse. Help us hear you, God. Jesus, speak your word. Jesus, speak your word. Let the new life come forth. Let the new life come forth. Let the new life come forth through you. Over everyone. Let the new life come forth. Let the new life come forth. Let the new life come forth through you. Won't you sing over us? Won't the new life come forth? Won't the new life come forth? Won't the new life come forth through you? We want to hear you. Let the new life come forth. Let the new life come forth. Let the new life come forth in you. We need to hear you. Let the new life come forth. Let the new life come forth. Let the new life Straight from you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, so I pray, God, that you will empower us, every single one, Lord God, by the name that you have given us, Lord God. Father, I pray that you would come and break, Lord, ties and slavery, God, to names of the world that have been latched onto us, Lord God. Names that have been given to us that are not of you, Lord God. Voices that have spoken names that speak against your will. I pray that you will silence 
today in Jesus' name, Lord God. You would set free individuals in this moment that have names that are not of you, God, hanging over them, holding on to them, enslaving them, Lord God. Lord, I pray that you break it free in Jesus' name, Lord God. Lord, and I pray that new life would rise up in, the, in, in each person's heart this morning, Lord God, a new assurity, a confidence, a definitiveness, a line drawn in the sand, Lord God, that this is who I am. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Listen, uh, thank you everyone for pushing through with us. Um, I know it might not have been comfortable, but... This was the only shot we had at this. This was the only time that God had given us this moment to, to work it through as fully and to steward the moment and the Spirit of God in our meeting to the best of our ability. I believe we had to push it. A bit. <laughs> we had to go a bit further. Um, we had to push a bit deeper. We had to engage a bit more. So I believe, I believe we tried our, we did our utmost to to get there. And I hope really, I really hope that God touched you this morning. Um, I really hope that you felt a sense of God open barring, <laughs> revealing to you, you know, um, giving you a revelation um, in Jesus' name.